I just want to share this morning uh, with you about how important it is to be able to have that flow. You know what Dave was saying? That we can only give away uh, what we've received. And I'm working as a counsellor. One of the things that I see as a huge block to that ability to be able to give away um, is the fact that actually a lot of us are not at peace with ourselves. And that blocks that amazing flow that God intends us to have. Assuming that you've, you've, know, you've met the Lord and you're filled with the Spirit, the next thing I would love to be able to give you, if it was in, within my power to give you, would be the ability to be your own best friend. So many times when I'm working with people in the counselling room, I wished I could give that. I see it like a pearl. If I could just give you this pearl and you could receive it and you would, you would be able to accept who you are, to be able to accept the person that God has created because you're unique. Do you know that? You are absolutely unique. I mean, it never fails to blow me away. That of, Think of all the people that have ever inhabited the earth. There's no two fingerprints ever alike. There's no, nobody has your DNA. I mean, don't you think that's stunning? You think coincidentally somewhere along the line, you would be able to meet somebody who had the same set of fingerprints as you, but we won't, not ever. Because this amazing God of ours has created us to be so unique, so special, so incredible, so fearfully and wonderfully made. But you know, the enemy doesn't want us to know that. And he puts people and things and lies and strategies into our life to snare us and to bind us up and to keep us from having that rapport with ourselves. That's what the counselling books call it. And I love it. It's an old-fashioned word. and We don't use it very often, but I think, it's, I think it sounds lovely. I want that rapport with myself. Doesn't, I mean, wouldn't that be good to have that rapport with ourselves, peace within ourselves, so that I can receive from God and I can pass it on? There is no block. There's nothing that was going to block that flow through with the Lord. And outside of unbelief of God then the most powerful other unbelief is unbelief in yourself. When, you, when the enemy gets you into that trap, personally, I think it's one of the most painful places to be. Of all the traps and pitfalls in life, low self-esteem is the deadliest. And that's mainly because we dig the pit with our own hands. These are the things that's going to block that rapport with yourself. And we do. We, we dig that pit with our own hands. We, we, it's the way we speak to ourselves about things. We say things like, well, somebody once said the phrase, it's no good, I can't do it, sums up the absolute essence of low self-esteem. It's no good, I can't do it. I won't even attempt it. But you know, as we've said in previous weeks, God says I can do all things through him. That gives me strength. It's against the word of God. We've talked over the last few weeks about taking our thoughts captive. There is absolutely the essence. God says we can do all things. Our enemy would tell us we can't. We're failures. We're no good. We've made mistakes. We've done it wrong. 
you failed. Well, listen, a mistake is a mistake. It doesn't mean I'm a mistake. It means I made a mistake. Because of the Holy Spirit in us, we've got to learn to forgive ourselves and move on. Not to make that a stumbling block in that flow, in that rapport we want. Now, over the years, I have discovered that people who are angry, people who shout, jealous people, people who gossip, people who put people down, nearly always that comes from an inadequate self-esteem. If I am peaceful in myself, I do not need to beat you up. People who have good self-esteems are gracious, are kind, have time to listen to the other person. People with good self-esteem are nice to be around. Within all of us, the enemy has placed the ability to criticise ourselves. And I, I need to tell you now, this will steal your happiness. This will steal your rapport. This will, it's a thief. It's a thief that will come and take away from you that ability to be able to give away the good things that the Lord has given to you. He will steal your peace of mind. He will steal your self-acceptance. He will steal your self-esteem. And that, I need to tell you as well, the inner critic is far more influential than the outer critic. When we listen to this inner voice, we really must learn to exercise caution. When the inner critic starts to belittle us, because that's what it does, it tells us we've blown it, we've done it wrong, we need to learn to say stop. And we need to watch because the enemy will give us a mental picture of ourselves that is less capable than others. This is his basic trick to humanity, to give you a mental picture of yourself that is not true. He will tell you that there's people around you who are far more capable than you. He will tell you there's people around you who can do this better, who can do that better. Don't compare. There is people around that can do things better than me. There is people around who can do things worse than me. There are, you know, there's apples and oranges. They're all useful. They're all needed. You know, comparison is something that the enemy has put into our lives. Make your mind up now. You are unique. You are special. You are beautiful. You are just as God intended you to be. You know, we need to learn to appreciate ourselves as God has made us. And to enjoy it and to look in the mirror and to compliment ourselves. You know, somebody told me years ago, Z, never look in the mirror and frown. Always smile when you look in the mirror. It's sometimes hard if you're plucking your eyebrows, but it's a really, it's a really, really good thing to remember. Don't look in the mirror and frown. Get used to seeing yourself with a smile on your face. When you can smile at yourself and accept yourself, guess what? So much easier to give it away. So much easier to smile at other people in the street. I mean, try it. What that smile at people as you're walking through the Whitgift Centre? It's amazing. You feel great by the end. Of the, and so many people smile back. They really do. Because people want to see that they're accepted. And that's what smile does. Smile when you've been served in boots or super drugs. You know, just learn to connect with the human race. Because every one of these people are God's children. He loves them all. Don't ever write people off. No matter how much they've hurt you or how much they have disappointed you, 
Don't write people off. They're God's children and He loves them and He made them. And we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Practice treating people as if they are valuable. And you know what that will do? That will raise your self-esteem. Now, one of the other things we need to do in order to keep that flow going, so we have to work on our self-esteem, but we also need to work on our self-confidence. Now, our self-confidence grows as we learn new skills and as we improve. Now, nobody is born knowing how to do everything. We all have to learn. And one of the most important things is to keep stretching yourself. Learn new skills on a, at least a yearly basis and improve the ones that you have got. You know, if you're good at something, improve on it. This way, your self-confidence will grow. And it's in your self-confidence that you will be able to pass on to other people. When we feel inferior when we feel unable to do things, when we feel that people around us um, are better than us, that is one of the things that blocks that flow. The other thing we need to be able to get this flow going is self-acceptance. No real success or genuine happiness is possible until a person gains some degree of self-acceptance. Now, I need to tell you, having worked with people for nearly 30 years, Most of you, most of us, are better, wiser, stronger, and more competent than you actually give yourselves credit for. I mean, you know, I'm a people person. I work with people all the time. People do not give themselves the right amount of credit. They don't accept who they are. They're much happier to have a negative image of themselves. So I want you to create a correct image of yourself. I want you to remember all the good things that you've done, all the successes that you've had, all the times that you've achieved, and get these much more to the fore. Don't let the enemy squash those down and constantly remind you of all the times you've done things wrong, of all the mistakes that you've made. Hey, you know, we're all going to make mistakes. It's part of being human. But the important thing is to forgive and to be able to move on. Dave's right. We can't forgive other people if we aren't forgiving ourselves. We can make a show of it. We can move towards it. We can want to do it. But if we're still angry with ourselves and still beating ourselves up, somewhere along the way, this is going to get involved and affect the relationship. So, I want you to make your mind up now that you're not going to hate yourself. None of us are perfect. You, <laughs> let me tell you, you've got a lot of company in our imperfections. But what we have to be careful is that we don't reject ourselves. That because we haven't done it right, because we've made a mistake, maybe we've had failures. You know, that is no reason to reject who we are. We are fearfully, wonderfully made. We are God's creation. He wants us to have that rapport with, with ourselves. That's his plan. What he gives us we can give away. And if you like, these things we've talked about briefly this morning, they're logs that will get in the way of that flow of the Holy Spirit and that flow of of God's plan for our lives. He wants us to be comforted so that we can comfort those around us. The enemy doesn't. He wants to send the logs in. This morning, 
we've talked about a few logs that can block that flow. And don't forget, you can download all of these episodes as a podcast from our website, www.folliesend.org.